0: Welcome to the Hometime Show. Got a cracking show ahead of you right here, and uh, Richie is wearing a fantastic outfit, as you're going to find out during the course of the program. Speaking of outfits, right? I've got new trainers today. I didn't want to mention it in this show because I didn't want to hammer the nail in your sartorial coffin.
1: Yeah, I, I noticed your new trainers today. I think they're really, really smart. I like them a lot. I' you. Being genuine.
0: They're very, they're very white, mm. very white trainers, quite shiny white trainers. Now, do you remember when you were a kid, right? If you got white trainers, I don't think you, you did this, but I used to go out into the back garden and run around in them to
1: scuff them up um i can understand why you did that because we are we're a similar vintage and certainly when i went to school or went out if you had new shoes yeah all your mates would do is just christen them and let's just stamp on them. So Pile on. I, I just want to go out and make them look as though they're not new, so it doesn't happen. Yeah, go and do circles or whatever in, uh, on the drive or in the back garden or whatever. And, you
0: know, the, the things that kids pick up on uh, when you're at school, new haircut, yeah. out, uh, haircut or uh, new shoes, pile on. But the weird thing is now, as i become a grown-up, can you hear the squeak though. when I'm talking? Listen.
1: <laughs> like a squash. Like
0: <laughs> grips on these things. But, um... I have to try and keep them all white now. Yeah. Isn't it weird? Big part of my life, try and scuff them up. Something happens, and I'd love to know exactly what age it is. Now I just try and keep them as white as I can. I'll tell you when it is. It's the age when you have to start paying for them yourselves. That's a good point. That's a good point. Every day's a learning day here on Home Time. Here's the show. (laughs) Welcome to the Hometime show with Bush and Richie. The perfect musical accompaniment to having a cold on a
1: Tuesday afternoon. Now it's interesting you say that because that's that's the vibes that I feel that I'm hitting today. I'd like you to know that what you see in front of you is not a dress down attitude. All right? Yes, I'm in dress down appearance, but I am 100% committed to the show today.
0: I was a little concerned that I've given you the cold that ruined my week off last week. Is that what's happened? Is that, have I given you the lurgy? I'm at 99% today, but I'm trucking on, okay? You're saying you're at 99%? <laughs> That's quite high... You're at 99% energy, so you've just lost 1% of this cold. Yes. Okay, I'd like to see what percentages you're running if you really do have the flu or so. How does that work? But I love your outfit today. I would describe you as a lacrosse ninja.
1: <laughs> I am wearing the exact same clothing that I changed into at uh, around about half past 11 at night when we did our 24-hour jukebox for the Teenage Cancer Trust. That's why I'm getting flashbacks to it. That's what the flashback is, yeah. yeah. This this was the attire from half 11 at night until 10 o'clock the next morning. Because you normally come in quite smart. You're normally quite
0: a smart dressed person. Always for work, yeah. And I don't mean this in a bad way. You normally dress for business. Today you look like you might be relaxed on the couch. You've got that kind of vibe.
1: Well, there's the thing, right? Once I dropped Rocco at nursery this morning, I did just relax on the sofa all morning. And when it came to go to work, I was thinking, I'm not feeling dressing up today, all right? I'm going to go into work. It's all good. I'm fine. I've done me flow thing. I'm fine, all right? It's not that. I've just got... i have just 1% off. I'm just 1% off. I've got
0: some good gab reflex loosening things, so if you do end up having to do one of those.
1: But, you know, the weird thing is,
0: I... Was of some bizarre reason because of being ill last week I'm not cycling this week just easing myself back into it so I've accidentally kind of dressed up smart Yeah. so I, in terms of the pair of us it looks like I've brought my teenage lad in to work <laughs> <laughs> like a bring-your-kid-into-work-day today.
1: Look, it's almost come back to those lockdown vibes, isn't it, when we were all just working from home and our attire went wrong. So, I'd love to find out who is the most dressed-down-at-work today. If you have been conducting business, but your clothing is really not right up there, what are you are doing, what are you are wearing, 8-12-15?
0: If you've probably got away with it with a meeting today, like, you, from the top half up, you look like yeah. pure business, like, you know, really, like, right on, on the edge of, like, you know, making these big decisions and everything like that. But deep down, Halfway downwards or whatever from your waistband down, you've got tracky bottoms on like Richie has today. <laughs> the Lonsdale Ninja. <laughs> Tell us about it. Get the credit you deserve because it's a, it's a it's a brilliant bit of hoodwinking. Can I just
1: say this is not Lonsdale. <laughs> it's, it is actually All Saints, right? If you don't recognise the brand. Thank you. Eight twelve fifteen is on ninety nine percent. I must admit, I did take precautions just in case. Uh-oh. I got here today, and obviously, you know, we've got the great and the good that come through this building. And I thought to myself, if I've got this really, really wrong. Just in case. He's
0: gone over to his back. Just in case. He's rummaging
1: around in his backpack. I did bring emergency jeans. You've brought a... What is wrong with you? You've brought a pair of jeans with you. Well, I thought to myself, just in case, like, there's someone here that I need to impress, yeah. or, like, you take a bit of a turn, you're like, what are you doing, mate? What's wrong with you? I could go and change. Well, then put... What, if I took a turn, you'd then put jeans on? If you were saying to our producer, saying, what's wrong <laughs> with him, you know, what's going on, I don't like this attitude, I could change. Have you been kicked out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a
0: head-to-toe black tracksuit and you have a change of clothes in your bag. I think you're sleeping in the car.
1: Do
0: you want to have a wash in the disabled please? No, I'm
1: I'm all right. So I can
0: get you some toothpaste. I'm trying to work out what your look is today, because obviously you're not not feeling 100%, you say you're feeling 99%.
1: 99%, just a mere smidge off.
0: Slightly furfed, that uh, percentage, I think, a little bit. But um, skewed. Uh, I feel like you look a little bit Borstal. Do you oh, know what I mean? OK. Fun yeah. knockabout borstal. and and that's your kind of look today. <laughs> I almost want to get you making number plates.
1: Or something. <laughs> uh, there's a tweet here that says, PJs, fluffy socks, slippers, overside fluffy jumper, the joys of working at home. We want to hear what you're doing and what you're wearing, please. Let's see who is the most
0: dressed down. We've got Keith on the line with great trepidation. Keith, we ask you, what are you wearing? Shorts and T-shirt. Shorts and T-shirt. So it's not just casual. In many ways, you're defying the winter
1: as well, <laughs> Keith. Yes. So you're one of these people who operates a thermostat at a temperature that means that you can wear a shorts and T-shirt in your house. No, I don't have heating on. He's, he's a tough guy, isn't he, this fella? So you, you can see your own breath. You're just sitting there. What
0: what job do you do, Keith? What have you been doing while you've been wearing Next and Out?
1: Mortgage um, advisor. Oh what? Mortgage advisor. I thought you said orchard supervisor. <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. 24-hour <laughs> mor- uh, orchard advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd plant some more trees, mate. <laughs> You know Freddie's iconic, like, yellow jacket that he wore? Yes. I could make up for my dress-down day that I've done today with all the loungewear that I'm wearing. See if I can source one of them for
0: tomorrow. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would. It'd look like something out of The Fifth Element, that <laughs> sci-fi movie. A lot of people making comments about what you're wearing today, Richie. Have a little look on Twitter now. At absolutely where if you want to see, uh, in full glory, me dressed quite smartly next to Richie, who looks like he's in Borstal. Sheepy says, all oh, Richie is missing is a Stone Island jacket and a 5pm meeting with some football hooligans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the least convincing hooligan you would ever meet. Uh, Barry and Mike, shift leaders in a care home, working today in ripped jeans and tie-dye hoodies and Converse hiding in the office.
0: Uh, There's people queuing up to have a go, in fact. John's on the line now. Uh, John, you want to have a word with Richie, is that right? Yes. Where do we start, Richie? Where do we start? A a gentleman should never, ever leave the house in a tracksuit unless he's going to the gymnasium. It's not a good look, young man. Do you know what I mean? It's a really good point. I, I don't think I own a full, like, a t- you know he's got, like, a top-and-bottom-style tracksuit on there. So you, you think that is the gym wear only, John? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Push, push, Honestly, dude, I'm, I'm with you on this. It's not, it's not a good look. And the fact that he's even brought jeans out with him, he knows. He knows. He he's knows. In the line. Do you know, I almost want to get him, like, a reflective strip. So, you know, in EastEnders when they go and visit someone in prison? It looks like that. <laughs>
1: Could it be any worse? Could it be any worse? So, John, if I turned up at your place, right, you're my boss in a a parallel world, right, I turn up like this, what are you saying to me? Are you sending me home? I'd have to say, go and stand in the corner and have a word with yourself
0: show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Ritchie, through the decades.
1: With Tesco Mobile.
0: One of you could be winning some serious cash as we take you through the decades. Our hardest nails new game. Can you answer a question from each of the absolute radio decade stations in sequential order to bag yourself 500 quid? We're on a bit of a lean patch. No one's won for ages. We're hoping our next contestant's going to turn that around. And we welcome to the show, Nick. Good
1: evening, gentlemen. How are you? We're good, Nick. We know this can be done because it was done in two consecutive days, but that's over a week ago. Are you going to be the man?
0: Um, I'm, I'm the man to give it a shot. Whether I'm the man to succeed is very much debatable. But what have we got to lose? That's a good point. It's a good attitude. He seems very calm. He's got he a does. calm vibe to him. In terms of your outfit and your look, Nick, what what decade do you dress in? Um, at the moment, probably a combination of 60s, 70s, with a touch of. 80s at best. Sprinkling I mean, of 80s um, in there. Yeah, no, the, the, the added ass hoodies with the big chunky badge um, is about as 80s as
1: I get. Brilliant, it's, like a working from home dealer. It's an intriguing sound, Nick. <laughs> it's not a good look. It wasn't very much suited to radio, that's for sure. We'll take you through the rules uh, of Through the Decades. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however. And when the time's up, the games end. Does that make sense, Nick?
0: Yes, yes, it does. God, he's relaxed, isn't he? <laughs> it uh, Concerns me. It is concerning, but this could be the, the 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 key to unlocking this competition, which has been tough over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Nick, what decade do you want to start with? We'll calibrate our time machine. Uh, we we may as well kick off at the start of the decades or start of the run. So yeah, let's go with sixties and fall apart from there. <laughs> <Good
1: man. laughs> uh, positive mental attitude, please, Nick. Let's go through the decades. <laughs> through the decades. 60s, on the 23rd of April 1964, who became the first commoner to appear on a Royal Mail presentation stamp pack? Oh my gosh, erm... I can't pass, can I? No. Oh, you're stuck, you're stuck there. Fire names at us. Oh, commoners, Um, Florence Nightingale. No, but good shout. Shakespeare, yes. yes!
0: Seventies. What did Tiswas stand for? This is Saturday. This is cripes. This is Saturday. I think it's not there. No, not that bit. You're nearly there. Okay, nearly. Um, today is Saturday.
1: Yes. (laughs) Last bit. Watch and Smile. Yes! This Must Be The Place is a song from which US band? 80s. Uh, Oh, I'm scared. No. Talking heads! Oh, no. You are lost in time. Courtesy of Home Time with Bush and Ritchie.
0: You're trapped in the '80s, Nick. You're trapped in the 1980s for the rest of your life, wearing those stone-washed jeans with uh, loads and loads of angled zips. Remember them? No. You're <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't remember those? I had, I had loads of
0: those jeans. They were brilliant. More zips than a ten-year-old kid needs, that's
1: for sure. But Nick, fine. Nick, um, as, as a review for you, uh, you were getting correct answers, but your pace was woeful. Terrible pacing. Terrible pacing.
0: I think my knowledge is more woeful than my pacing. But it's... <laughs> well, you are, you're trapped in the 80s for the rest of your natural life, so have a little think about how you've behaved today, and maybe at some point you can have another go. Uh, no winner today, which means we play a game tomorrow. And in the meantime, get yourself match fit by playing our brilliant game on the Amazon smart speaker. All you've got to do is turn to it and say, open the Through the Decades game.
1: Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile.
0: so we've got our Hometime Film Club on Thursday uh, mm. coming up with some movies for people and all that kind of stuff uh, per you know if you write in get in touch with us uh, at uk. can I just say my two favourite films are Terminator 2 Arnie Schwarzenegger Rise of the Robots that kind of yeah. thing and Maximum Overdrive you ever heard of that film with Emilio Estevez and it yeah, music yeah, by yeah. ACDC all the toasters come alive and <laughs> the electrical items and stuff like that the connection is that it's m- machines becoming sentient and I do believe, and, I, and I'm not overstaying it here. I mean, it's genuinely from the bottom of my heart. I think the same thing might be happening in my life in that the machines are waking up frightening. Listen to this, right? So we've got a new car uh, about a year or so ago, so it's relatively new. Used to have a van, mm-hmm. old school van, gone for like a normal family runaround car type thing. But it's for the first time in my life, it's one of those cars that, uh, you know those cars that turn themselves off when you're stuck in traffic and you're not moving.
1: I believe the motoring industry called it
0: stop-start technology. Is it stop-start technology? Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it startled me big time at the beginning because it would just turn itself off when I was... when it stopped. I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but here's the weird thing, right? Yeah. When I've been stuck in traffic and, and it's turned itself off... Yeah. It started itself up again without me doing anything. And it seems to know, right? It knows when the cars in front have moved and it's time to get going. To the point where I've been, like, daydreaming a bit when we've been stuck in really bad traffic and the car's restarted and I didn't realise all the other cars have moved off. As if the car's saying, come head, Bush, get on with it, get so,
1: moving. So that's a bit frightening. I need to make sure I've understood this properly. Because it's a big thing. So it doesn't wake up when you're like, right, I'm going to put it in gear and go off, right? Because that, that would make sense. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. saying it just wakes up on its own
0: literally on its own so i mean i can get going in normal gear fine but if i was to just sit there in the car uh, and the cars in front move on like the traffic's you know beginning to lift yeah it just starts of its own accord and, I, and i've i've been doing all sorts of experiments like hovering my foot above the pedals like can it see me can it see my toes and i just wonder whether there's like uh you know if you look at the the, the plot for terminator the terminator movies is. Yeah. At the beginning, the the, the machines become aware, sentient, and they start to then plan, plot and take over. This could be it.
1: This is the vanguard. This is the start. So the stop-start technology is not protecting the environment and taking away fumes whilst the car is idling. It's the start of sentient technology. Yeah, it's like, I'll be the boss of when we get going again, Wow. Mr. Man. That's a bold claim. Stop
0: starting. It's starting when I want it to stop. Wow. It's not even giving me a warning, do you (laughs) know what I mean? It should be called, I'll start when I want it, (laughs) technology. So look, I I don't want to scare anyone listening to this at home now. You don't need to start stockpiling food or anything like that. I just wanted to send out a warning that i think the machines are waking up
1: emma's got in touch i think she's trying to quell your worries she's saying stop start technology will restart the car if it's idled for too long or if the fan needs to kick in for heating or aircon. i don't i think that's just that maybe she's
0: part of the conspiracy <laughs> maybe that's a computer generated message you know what i mean think about the other day right here's another example for you and you might have had this listening to the show right now go on I had the telly on for ages when I was just lounging around on the couch. Mm-hmm. And the telly said that the TV had been on for too long. If I didn't press a button, it was going to turn it off for me. Wow. Get out of our lives, robots. Yeah, 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 this is yeah. just the tip of the iceberg. So if, you, if you've got any intel on the car thing, or you feel that uh, uh, robots or machinery or tech is encroached on your life and your freedom of choice in any way, Get involved with the show. Noel says, always say please and thank you to your smart speaker. When the machines inevitably take over, they may look favourably on those who were polite to their ancestors. A very,
1: very, very good point. Scary, yeah. isn't it? Uh, Carl's hanging on. He, he, he may have a different point to put to you, Bush. But Carl's telling you that you need to heat it back up. Well, so you're saying the reason why the car
0: just starts on its own is because it's getting a bit cold? Yes. Well, that is, isn't that an example of the car? Oh, oh. You know, put the heater on. Oh, I'll just put the heater on myself and remind the owner. That's quite weird as well, isn't
1: it? Well, no, because it, you're setting it as a temperature in the car and it's then sensing that it's getting a bit cold, a bit like your central heating at home that Richie never switches on. And then it's telling you know, it's a bit cold, so I need to start the engine because otherwise the driver's going to get really cold in his new car. Carl, I'm going to defend my colleague here. He was saying earlier that as the traffic starts to move in front of him, that's when the car is deciding to start itself up. So that would suggest to me that it's nothing to do with any sudden change in temperature.
0: Yeah, you having that Carl, mate? No, it's coincidence. Pure <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> it, it can see Carl. It can see
1: either that or it's some. If it's a manual, it's because your truck bags put it into gear, so it's there starting. So you're dipping the clutch, or if it's an automatic, it's operator error.
0: How much are the robots paying you, Carl? Huh? <laughs> for these well, for these lies? Well,
1: quite a bit. <laughs> it's the truth. is out
0: there. Love this text that's coming with no explanation. It just says, One year the doorbell took over the whole house. There's <laughs> a movie in that. Uh, my car just keeps starting without me even asking it to. It's
1: the weirdest thing. Si uh, says, My iPhone is constantly turning down my AirPods when I'm listening to ACDC. Totally unacceptable, in my opinion. It has to be loud to be enjoyed. If I go deaf when I'm older, that's up to me. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not going to read the rest of it. It's not fair <laughs> on his
0: wife. I actually love it.
1: Judge me, I'm very excited about the Bake Off final tonight, 8pm Channel 4.
0: See, I think I've watched, like, one or two. <laughs> it goes on for quite a while. It's quite long, isn't, isn't it? it? Long it, programme. It
1: is quite long.
0: Quite long.
1: Uh, but I find on a Tuesday evening, I'm happy to watch uh, over an hour of baking. Who's your Who's your favourite for the final tonight? <laughs> who's my favourite? Um I'm going to answer that in two different ways. I think it will be either Christelle or Chiggs that will win. OK, Christelle or Chiggs. Uh, but so that's would, a kids' TV show. I would like Christelle to win. OK. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Why is that in particular? Because uh, I believe her to be the best baker. Okay, it's all down to the baking. That's indeed good. Indeed it is. Uh, so, uh, it finishes... <laughs> shut up. So, it <laughs> finishes at n- uh, nine tonight. Um, and uh, post then, they're going to be done with the uh, the tent. So, let's have a festival. All right. Oh, it does look like the uh, big top stage at um, uh, the Isle of Wight, doesn't it? It does indeed. I reckon, I reckon they could all party. I reckon Paul Hollywood would party. I reckon Prue Leith would party. Yeah. Certainly Noel Fielding and Matt Lucas would. They know how to party. All right, so let's put together the line up, I put forward straight away, Frangipan Ferdinand. Oh. There's nothing clever about this, folks. And <laughs> well, I love a Frangipan.
0: <laughs> Frankie goes to Paul Hollywood. Yes. Since we're talking about, and they're both from Liverpool.
1: I think this is going to be an effortless lineup. All right. So your ideas as well, please. Let's build the Bake Off Festival.
0: I've missed three paper balls on the trot. Sorry about this, everybody. It just means I'm going to have a good evening. One, two, three. Yes. yes. It's going to be okay. Home time on a Tuesday night.
1: <laughs> that genuinely is the first one that's gone in all evening. This is surrounded by paper balls, oh, I've been. the smile on your face. The, the smile fun, on... The fun we have in here. <laughs> it's a riot. Um, bake-off final tonight. That's what I'm looking forward to, 8 o'clock. We're holding a home-time Bake-off festival. Let's build the lineup. Willie says Macaroon 5. <laughs> that's good. Very good. That's very
0: good. Uh, Neil has Soggy botomic Kitten. That's that's pushing it a little bit. <laughs> it
1: really is, Neil.
0: It really, I, mean, I don't know if we're gonna bar him entry here. Uh, James on the M40 says Queens of the Scone Age.
1: Very good. Uh, and Julia, my favourite so far, Godly and Creme Pat from the 80s. <laughs> oh god.
0: Oh god. The ball said it was going to be a good oh, night, no. I'm not so sure. The text still coming in for our bake-off music festival. Mark on the M74
1: says vanilla slice. Thanks very much, Mark. <laughs> Question for you, uh, would you like me to come round and scuff up your trainers by jumping on them? You stay where you are, sunshine, in your tracksuit.